Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, it is Wednesday on this program. You know what that means? Tonight is AEW Dynamite, and we have six scheduled segments for the show coming up tonight. And that's just the beginning of everything we got to talk about. All Out coming up this weekend. There's actually three straight television shows for AEW out of Chicago. They're in Hoffman Estates tonight. And of course, we got Rampage on Friday and the pay-per-view on Sunday. And yes, I screwed up a couple of days ago. Dave and I will be there for a live Q&A on Sunday. I believe I said Saturday. Don't listen to me. Whatever it says on your ticket, that's when it's going to be. I will be there whenever I'm supposed to be, whatever day I'm supposed to be there. But whatever's on your ticket, that's the day. Don't let me try and change your uh, your schedule here. But in addition to that, we got the Raw ratings from Monday night. CM Punk, a lot of news on CM Punk. He's he's is probably a surprise. He has retired from MMA, and he also talked about his wife and whether or not she will return to wrestling. We have full lineups for the September 4th and 5th New Japan shows at the MetLife Dome. We talked about these a couple of days ago, but they now have announced the stardom matches for those shows, and particularly night two. I would say particularly night two. I'm excited about the match. I'm excited for both nights, but... We got a trademark follow uh, filing for WWE for a new tournament. I believe it will be the Women's Queen of the Ring, but they are not calling it the Queen of the Ring. We have got an update on the Arthur Ashe Stadium show, which if you are planning to go, I hope you've been vaccinated, because if not, you can't go. However, there are a couple of caveats there if you have not been vaccinated. Will Ospreay suffering from COVID-19? Ring of Honor news, Ring of Honor television report. We'll somehow get as much as we can in today. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
It's O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can earn double, triple, even up to five times O-Rewards points on select purchases. Get bonus points on more than 200 items throughout the store, like wiper blades, fuel system cleaners, motor oil, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I want to start with something today that I was going to start with, but I decided I was going to start with it because I just finished watching the Ring of Honor television show. And I'll do a, a full in-depth review with, with Vinny tomorrow. But every show is so easy to watch. There's there's three matches. Uh, we had two women's matches here in the tournament. Max the Impaler and Angelina Love. Which was very weird. Because Angelina Love is like a top heel. But she was a total babyface in this match. Facing this this giant monster that killed her. 
and we had a rare disqualification. Maxie Impaler choked her in the ropes and refused to release the hold and was disqualified and is now out of the tournament as a result. That was a little bizarre. Trisha Dora and Allison Kay had a very good match, and uh, Trisha Dora beat her in a big upset, so she moves on in the tournament. And I got a few details I want to say about these in just a moment, but the main thing I want to talk about is the main event, which was Dragon Lee and Eli Isom for the ROH television title. And I don't want to do star ratings because people get mad, so you know what I'll do instead. I'll do the granny scale, okay? If you watch this match, everybody, Dragon Lee versus Eli Isom for the ROH television title, I would say that this match was about a 7 on the granny scale. It was a very, very good match. However, the commentators on this show, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman, they're not going to win Best Announcers in the Observer Awards this year. But man, if they don't place, I'm going to be mad. Because they took a match that was a 7 on the granny scale. And these two men single-handedly, this match was like a 10 because of these two guys' commentary. It was unbelievable, the the commentary job that these two guys did in the last, like, three minutes of this match. It was just absolutely fantastic. So go watch it if you get a chance. Dragon Lee retained the television title. But holy smokes, what a job of commentary these two guys did. The other thing I want to say about the show is, so, Atricia Dora, for example, is, uh, she's very green. And, uh, and Angelina Love and, and Max the Impaler, I mean, it was not designed to be, like, a great match. But you know what was, was, was interesting to me about both matches? Max the Impaler and Angelina Love, it was, like, the simplest, the most basic, simple story. And I don't want to use this term to make people think that either of these two are idiots, but this is the term I always used when I was in wrestling. It was this, it's just a total idiot-proof match. There's nothing that can be screwed up. It's not like the best match in the world or anything like that, but there's nothing wrong with it because they had a very simple story, and they went in there and told the story, and it was it was effective because of that. And in the Trisha Dora match with Allison Kay, Allison Kay is very good. Trisha Dora is very green. But the thing with Trisha Dora is... They don't go in there. I don't want to mention any other promotions' names. They don't go in there and think, well, you know, she doesn't know how to wrestle, so let's teach her, like, a bunch of spots. Let's teach her a bunch of, of flips, and, you know, she'll fall into the splits at some point and then do a move. No. They teach her how to sell, and they teach her how to do chain wrestling. And so the first five minutes of this match, you may not have been blown away by it, but it was, like, just basic chain wrestling, then Allison K gets the heat, and Trisha Dora just has to sell. And then Trisha Dora makes a quick comeback. They do a couple of spots, and then they do the big surprise finish. It was a perfectly good 13-minute match with somebody who is very, very green. Because if you teach people how to wrestle, you can have good wrestling matches with people who aren't good at wrestling yet. So anyway, I want to put the show over. I really like the show. If you get a chance, we'll talk more about it tomorrow on the Brian and Vinny Show, but you should check it out. And that is my Ring of Honor television review. And we got a lot of news about women, by the way. AW, uh, WWE, I'm sorry, trademarked Queen's Crown Tournament. Andrew Zarian of our very own Met Men podcast reported in July 
WWE is planning to hold a Queen of the Ring tournament this year with the finals likely in Saudi Arabia. Of course they'll be. So that's that's likely going to be taking place uh, around October. WWE probably, Zarian reported WWE will be holding also a King of the Ring tournament. Uh, both of them set to begin in October and concluding when WWE returns to Saudi Arabia later that month. It's going to be very interesting to see how they do a King of the Ring tournament, a Queen of the Ring tournament, a draft where we're going to be splitting everybody up, leading to a Survivor Series where, for the only time this year, you'll be able to see these people in the ring together. Well, that looks to be the... They got a lot of plans. You know how it is with plans in, in WWE. But I can tell you for a fact they have a lot of plans. We'll see how they do with these plans. Did I not float that out there about the possibility of them doing something with women in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, I ridiculed you. Yeah, I know. It turns I out remember. you might be right. But you know what, Mike? Plans change. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take that, that as, as much of an apology as I can get from you for reacting in such a Brian Alvarez sort of way to something I said. But Because not, it's preposterous, not, and you know this, and Brian, I know this. It is preposterous, but that means it is exactly something that fits in their wheelhouse to do from a public relations spin standpoint. And whether you like that or not, that's something that they do because that's who they are. So that's what that is. They do have a lot of plans now, don't they? I just want to rewind back real quick to Ian and Caprice, who are great. And Ian's been really good for a long time. Caprice has come along fantastically. A lot of, like, ROH, This that was a great show of building. As far as those two guys and what they've been able to build as far as having a rapport with each other and getting better over time. And like you mentioned, with the simplicity of the matches... Eli Isom is a great simplistic case of somebody that they have been building now for quite some time. It's been a couple years. He's been in the quote-unquote TV title contenders, you know, line. You know, And for Ring of Honor, they've lost so many guys that they've tried to build for several reasons. Evolve, you know, they had Dijak, I think, won their, their Young Lions thing. They had Leo Rush, I think, win it. And then they go and lose those guys. You know, Eli Isom's been somebody that they've been able to really build, keep in-house, and really help to build up. And he's going to be one of the futures of that company. And I'm not sure how many of these women they're going to be able to keep exclusive to them or keep at least loyal enough to give them their time. But that's another space that they can continue to build into to continue to slowly kind of you know, reestablish their ranks and, and when it's time, because at some point ROH, I'm I'm figuring is going to have to bust out. I don't know if they can continue at the same kind of pace that they're at right now. I know they don't really want to be at this level that they're at, but at some point there's going to have to be some sort of, you know, I would figure explosion point here. And, you know, are they going to have the, the horses to do it? Eli Isom, somebody that, you know, hopefully they can keep them, you know, in their, their house for a long time. All right, so here's the deal with the women on the Tokyo Dome show. Saturday, September 4th, we've got, and these are pre-show matches, by the way, Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamitani against Micah and Lady C. And then on night two, we have a Watanabe and Kamitani versus Julia and Siri. The latter of whom are two of my favorite wrestlers in all of stardom. I'm very excited about that. The rest of the show is the rest of the show. No matches have been added for night one or night two at the MetLife Dome. But Shingo Evil is the main event of the September 5th show. 
and Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi finally returning is the main event of the September 4th show. Since people are asking about Arthur Ashe, it was announced today, this from Post Wrestling, those over the age of 12 attending AEW Dynamite Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium, this is the show where they've already sold like 17,000 tickets, you will need to provide proof of vaccination to get in. Now, of course, the show is coming up on September 22nd. And if you do the math, uh, depending on the shot you get, if you st- if you decide you're going to get Pfizer today to go to Arthur Ashe, you will not be fully vaccinated before September 22nd. However, they have they have they have stated here that if you can provide proof of at least one shot, then you may get into Arthur Ashe Stadium. So if you have a ticket and you are unvaccinated, you can go get your first shot, get your card, and you can get into the AEW show. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? 
You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simpervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Should add, in a Q&A on their site, AW stated that if the roof to the venue is closed, then masks will be required, and they are recommending wearing one indoors regardless of vaccination status. Proof of a negative COVID test not required for entry into the building. So there you go. That's the update if you're going to uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium September 22nd for what will be a very big episode of AEW. Tonight, we have got FTR versus Santana and Ortiz. Jim Ross will interview Chris Jericho. Brian Cage faces Will Hobbs in a... Big Dude versus Big Dude match. We used to call it a Mean Guy match. Tim Flowers promotion. CM Punk will speak about his return to the ring. Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Penelope Ford versus Ty Conti. And more. Oh, what an email I'm about to read here. So some people have, uh, well, I'll just read it first. It's from uh, Aaron. He says, Andrew Zarian on We're Live, pal which, of course, you can watch exclusively through our video site, video.f4wonline.com. Revealed some particularly damning comments aimed at AEW's Jungle Boy. I have seen conversations that happen amongst people that are in positions either within WWE or a partner of theirs. And for the longest time, those conversations were, quote, hey, did you see this? This was a joke. I'll give you an example. Jungle Boy... In one of these chats, and it wasn't a WWE chat that I have seen, the comment about Jungle Boy was, quote, these guys have children wrestling. How do they even think they could come near us? If you only knew the things that I've heard from the WWE side about AEW, and granted, this is not a universal thing, okay? I think it should be clear to everybody that there are people working for WWE that are, in fact, big fans of AEW and the AEW wrestlers, the television show, etc. There are others that it's it's big-time Kool-Aid City. Like, these guys, they'll never get over. Uh, they're, you know all of the the criticisms. They're too, they're, like uh, noted here by Andrew, they're little kids. They're too small. Horrible bodies. Production is terrible. Interviews are horrible. You know all of them. They're, I mean, I know this is hard for some people to believe, but there are people that they watch Raw and they watch SmackDown or they're a part of putting those shows together and they believe that that's pro wrestling. Not what AEW is doing. 
But the way that WWE does their interviews and the way that they do the frequent camera cuts and the way that they they light the shows and the ramp and the pyre, that's pro wrestling. And if you're not doing that, you'll never win. You can't beat WWE. And of course, to be fair, where WWE is right now after, you know, they've been around since 1963. I mean, if, if AEW ever is regularly beating WWE... I mean, it was certainly never something that was going to happen overnight. I mean, we had exactly one week where they beat them in in the 18-49 demo, both Raw and SmackDown. But that was an aberration. Maybe a year from now, it will no longer be an aberration. But right now it is. They've got a long, big-time head start. So, but that is that is what happens with people inside WWE, some of them. They just don't think that anything that AEW is doing is right. Everything they do is a joke. Welcome this, to have whatever opinion they want. This came because of Jungle Boy? Well, that was the example that uh, that Andrew gave. Well, I mean, look, there's big guys out there who, whether they're, you know, WWE, I'm sure there's somebody who's not in WWE that looks at Jungle Boy and goes, okay, yeah, his father is who his father is, and he's cute and all that, but he can't talk, and he's very small. And me being a large person... You know, it, whatever. Like, there's always going to be that kind of bias. And there's probably somebody in AEW thinking that right now because they're looking at a spot and they want it or something like that. So this is not, this is not a, this is a non-story. I guess it's fun to, to banter about there. But, you know, somebody having pride where they work or misplaced pride in where they work and, and their operation and thinking that it's the best. I mean, what do you expect? You know, I'm not surprised by that at all. Really not. Saltiness is going to take place too. What can you do? And uh, apparently there was, can, can someone fill me in? I, I haven't even read the report on NXT last night, but apparently there was a finish with Mandy Rose. Anybody aware of this? Should I just go to the front page and get the report? Yeah. All right. So this is a taped show, by the way, and they have one other taped show. And like anything, anything can change, anything is possible. But I w- talked a while ago about how NXT, we're going to have a new NXT, okay? It's going to be like the old NXT. And I believe, I've heard from several people now, that when they go back to live shows... This is going to be a Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard production. And uh, I want you all to remember that, and I want you to watch the show if that ends up being the case, because I was told repeatedly by fans that Vince had to be booking NXT for well over a year now. And I told you over and over and over again that Vince had nothing to do with NXT, and you didn't believe me. Well, it appears that very soon he is going to be in charge of NXT, and then I want you to get back to me and tell me, okay, I get it now, Brian. You were right. Got it? Let's look at this Mandy Rose finish. What do we got here? Chris Aiken is our uh, our reporter here. Sarai defeated Mandy Rose via count out. Let's see here. Sarai rocks Rose with strikes. Rose slaps her in the face. Sarai drop kicks Rose in the face. Rose falls into the rope. Sarai falls up by charging into a drop kick that knocks Rose out of the ring. She's selling her face. She keeps selling. Dolan and Jane uh, crowd around her. They get a, a towel to hold over Mandy's face. Jane and Dolan help Mandy Rose 
So she got kicked in the face, but was worried about her face being ruined, so she walked out. I cannot wait to watch this. And by the way, it's true. That uh, that logo from a few days ago, that's the new NXT logo. That hodgepodge of random colors. But did you think that was some sort of sleight of hand by them or well, something? Well, some, some people didn't believe it could possibly be true. Oh, well. With Wale's theme. I guess that's, uh, yeah. that's the theme there. So, uh, well, I guess, you know, if you want to have a, a bit of reality, I guess, placed into that whole deal with Mandy, I mean, it is completely possible that Sare would kick you in the face i mean it's i mean i'm not putting that on or anything like that but it is within the realm of possibility that that could happen yes raw on monday night this from the front page of wrestlingobserver.com continued a streak of eight straight weeks ahead of what it was doing the previous year 1.91 million viewers a 0.54 in 18 to 49 placing first for the night in the key demo Raw was second in women 18 to 49, first with men 18 to 49, first in 18 to 34, second in women 12 to 34, doubled everything on cable in men 12 to 34, was down from last week's big number, 8% in viewers, 16% in 18 to 49. The first to third hour dropped 6%, which is better than usual, which, whatever. I mean, there was some good wrestling on the show, but whatever. 1.96 million first like long hour. matches. But they did. That's what we had on the show was long matches. Back to two minutes. No, they did fine. We're One, tearing it up. 1.96 million, 1.94 million, 1.83 million were the three hours. Over 50 Jeez. only dropped 3%. The latter figure, it says, unusually good. My favorite people. My go. people. Pal. I changed my mind. How many times did he tear up the script on Monday night? That's reported everywhere. I didn't How get a count, but I mean, it was multiple times. But that's like that's every week. I don't know why that was a story this week. That's true. I mean, they listen every week. They advertise matches, and like they rarely deliver what they advertised the week prior. So you know that the script was was ripped up. I guess a different one here was I think it was PW Insider said that Vince was more angry than people had ever seen him. It's like, well, you, bro, you okayed the script last week, which included the announcement of matches for this week, and now you're mad about it and you're tearing the script up. This seems like your problem, buddy. It is your problem. It's Vince's problem, and he's angry about it. I gotta blame somebody else for this problem. Well, the problem is you. We, I mean, we know that, right? Is there people still trying to compl- claim that it's not Vince's problem? Yes. Well, they're dumb. Yes. That's like, it's it like is Vince's problem. COVID deniers. No, this is all made up. Plans change, and Vince being in charge of this whole thing and being the the final decision maker. You know, no, this is all a lie. No, somebody else doesn't like me. That's why they got rid of me. Vince absolutely loved me. Uh, Vince didn't make this call. Somebody else made this call. No, no, it's Vince's call, and it's Vince's vision, and it's Vince. Period, at the end of the day. So. I did love, I did love the Nick Khan interview with Ariel Helwani, where mm-hmm. he flat out told all of you, there's usually a whole bunch of people in the room that make the decisions about who's going to get cut, but at the end of the day, it's all Vince's Vince. call. Mm-hmm. So there ain't one person that got fired that Vince didn't want to get fired. He is the final say in every single one of these releases. This is my sandbox, pal. Never thought Nick Khan would break kayfabe like that, but he did. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. <laughs>
a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. <laughs> I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There, don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760. 800 306 1760. That's 800 306 1760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Let me call this out on national radio. My son taking an L in this chat right now to the boss man. Your, Two you, people very happy about this. Your son keeps trying to write about Vince, but he keeps saying Brian. Then I can he, see. Then he claimed his phone autocorrected the word Vince to Brian. What? Well, my phone, my phone actually does that when I do it. What? Very... You type Brian in it, it autocorrects to Vince? Yeah, a little icon of Vince McMahon's face. You two are very close together in some ways. I am much better with my money. A couple of notes. CM Punk 
said not to expect wife A.J. Lee to join him in returning to the ring. Talking with the New York Post, he was asked if Lee was interested in returning to the ring and whether him returning helped light a spark to do so herself. And he says, I just want to say no just because of her neck. The reason she stopped wrestling is because of her neck. I wouldn't want her to jeopardize her health, and neither would she, so we'll put an end to that rumor right now. And also, CM Punk informed UFC that he is retiring from mixed martial arts. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's actually, it's actually funny because, like, he hasn't fought since, what, 20? I guess it was 2018. So it's been it's been over it's been well over two years. But point is when you're when you are when you are officially retired from UFC, they take you out of the drug testing pool. So this poor guy has been subject to USADA testing for two and a half years now. Now, granted, I don't think they were regularly going to his house and waking him up at three thirty a.m. to do the uh, the drug test. But he was in the pool, and now he is no longer in the drug testing pool. So. And of all people, CM Punk having to be bothered at 4 o'clock in the morning for a drug test, um, pr- pretty odds are he, he passed those with flying colors. But, you know, the funny part about CM Punk is, too, now that we closed the door on his career, is the fact that he didn't lose twice, Brian. He didn't lose twice officially. That is true. Yeah. Only one loss, the... The first one to was it was who did he fight first? Mike Jackson. Was Mike Jackson he, was first, his right? Mike Jackson loss was overturned as a result of Jackson failing yeah. a test for weed. Yeah. So that's right. Mickey Gall was the first fight there. He, yes. he took the L two there. Which I'm pretty yeah. sure they don't even test for weed anymore. They don't. So or something. I mean, like. he no, they're doing have. baseline testing. I think to the end of the year, at least Vegas. That's they the lucked out the line that they're using there. But uh, yeah. All righty. What else do we have? I'm going to open up the uh, – we'll talk about Will Ospreay and Roosh in a moment. But if you want to text us here today, we'll do some feedback here, 425-780-7566. Will Ospreay currently suffering mild COVID symptoms. He is double vaccinated. Symptoms are mild, but he must quarantine. He will be back very soon. Ring of Honor's Roosh is out of action undergoing knee surgery. And so given the status of his contract, I mean, we may have seen the end of Roosh in Ring of Honor. Although if it were WWE, they would just extend his contract by nine months. So they got their money's worth. But I think that, uh, I don't know actually how ROH does it, but I've never I've never heard of that. Maybe Roosh will offer to just stay for an extra. But then they have to pay him, and he got a lot of money. So they may be, you know. So that's that. They do have a lot of money. They, I, I don't know. Look, I, there's got to be, there's a formula for Ring of Honor as far as sales and marketing goes. And I don't know if it's the wrestling company. I don't know if it's all Sinclair. I don't know if it's a mix of the two. We have these guys on. We hear the passion coming out of everybody that works there, how good the thing has been, how good they've been to their employees. When you have a network in the way that you do with Sinclair, and I know the show airs in a lot of markets like uh, Channel 7 in D.C., the one that they bought there, it's probably their biggest market right now. I think the show airs twice after the news on Saturday and Sunday nights, but they've got to figure out a way to to actually get their name out there, which is bizarre with the position they're in, how long they've been around, and who owns them. 
they have got to figure out a way where on weekends, you know, there it's one thing to be in third place to to AEW and to and even some big New Japan shows, but like to to GCW and to weekends that take place big weekends, they completely get smoked out. And there's got to be a way. They've got to figure something out to get themselves more on the radar, not only of the wrestling fan, but really everybody. We did news for 44 straight minutes, and this guy goes, slow news day. Actually, it's a very busy news day. No one was was seriously injured or fired say, or anything like that. There's for? a lot of yeah. news. AW Dynamite tonight. Uh, this from WrestleTix. Uh, they are currently uh, 6,000 tickets for the show tonight, uh, 615 remaining. And I know some people are... are uh, ridiculing AEW being able, unable to sell out Chicago, but they're running four shows in the market in two weeks. Who, who, come on. <laughs> Jesus. Let's give some credit there. I mean, I know, you know there's got to be a, a hash mark moving event for everything. Like, oh, you're running four shows in the, the, the third biggest media market in the world, and you're only at an average of 80% capacity for all of them, you failed. Like, Jesus, wait, come on, man. Give a little credit where credit is due here, for heaven's sakes, especially when your own side that you're probably pimping is probably coming up just as short, if not worse. All right, to the mailbag here, text messages, 425-780-7566. This person says, so WrestleMania is going to two nights going forward. Well, that's that's not confirmed. That is a rumor. That's, but it is. It's, it's it is a rumor. against that. It is a rumor. What's stopping Tell them you, from that's doing the way it's gonna be, man. a three-night mania or a week-long mania? Seems like a way wait, WWE can squeeze. Oh, let's, now let's, you're... Can I at least wait, finish this now. and then you can freak out? No. Seems like a way WWE could squeeze maximum dollars from the hardcores. Well, let me tell you one thing, and then Mike can go off. <laughs> they are going to find every way to squeeze the maximum number of dollars out of you hardcore fans. I'm not saying this 100%, but I'm saying this, and then we'll see. I'm not going to two nights of WrestleMania. I'm just not, okay? It's fine. It was fine during the pandemic. Watch two nights of WrestleMania, a Saturday and a Sunday. That was all cool. Two three-hour shows. That's great. But the last WrestleMania I went to live was a, was a seven-and-a-half-hour show. I didn't get out of there until 1230 the public transportation was an absolute disaster. I didn't get back to the room until 4.30 a.m. Bro, I ain't doing that one night in a row, and I'm not doing that two nights in a row. I won't go. <laughs> I may go for WrestleMania weekend and sit in my room and watch the shows on my iPad. There you go. But, dude, I ain't going to two. I am not go. going to two gigantic outdoor WrestleMania shows in a row. It's not happening. They're playing to a different a different base and a different mentality when it comes to these shows. Number one, WrestleMania is already a week-long event. It's been like that for a long time. It's how much you want to take in in that week because they have stuff literally every day, obviously to varying degrees leading into the Hall of Fame and then obviously uh, and it's been NXT and then their, their big show of the weekend. But two days, uh, this is just the way these festivals are. It's just the way that these events are. They're going to make it a event destination. I mean, I, there's a with the hospitality industry, when you factor in everything that's got nothing to do with pro wrestling, it's got nothing to do with your personal comfort and sitting in a seat for however many much time or, or any of that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, they're going to have to take care of transportation because you can't run DC. The
Metro is going to cut off at X time. The same thing that happened to you in New York and a lot of other people. Those things are going to have to be worked out. They're going to have to be in places that are much more 24 hours or, or have different setups. They're going to have to be sensitive about that. But two days establishing that over the next couple of years, yeah. I'm not saying that three days is out of the question. Where you get into a problem with three days is a lot of travel as far as you know the official making it an official three-day event. What do you do? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You got people going home Monday. Can they take that much time? You start to maybe extend things a little bit too thin. But as yeah, far but as dude, two they used offic- to do that. They used to do all is a Hall of Fame on Thursday. But, but I'm saying that SmackDown Friday, Takeover no, no, Saturday. Saying, but I'm telling you, they are doing that. But to make WrestleMania the branded event and pull that over three days, I don't know if you necessarily want to do that. Because I don't think you can, at least right now. But two days to fill a, a stadium to do that? Yes. And then have all your ancillary events and all your sub-events around that? Absolutely. But I don't think you can brand that show for three days at this point and get people to go every single day. Especially not when you've not established two yet because there's people like you that absolutely are of the mindset that I'm not doing yeah, that. So they're going to have what? to prey on the concert kid, the younger fan, that sort of thing who is willing to do that and continue to Bro, push that first. There's, they will have more than enough fans not like me to fill up the stadium for two days in a row. Maybe not fill yeah, up, well, but 45, but to, 50, to do enough, Yes. Yes, and, they will. And they will also, eventually, maybe they will try to run three days because yeah, what is maybe. their goal, WrestleMania weekend, besides making money? It is to crush everyone else who is trying to run. Oh, yes. you want to run a show on Friday? Well, too bad. We're doing a <laughs> WrestleMania that day. Oh, you want to run a show on Saturday? Well, too bad. We're going to do a WrestleMania that day. Here's another bloke right here. He says, where is it? Well, the point of it is, the point of it is, he says, two nights of a three and a half hour WrestleMania is better than one night. Okay, listen, when you're watching, when you're watching at home, yes, that's better. I would rather watch Saturday and Sunday, three hours to three and a half hours each, than one seven and a half hour show on Sunday. However, I'm talking live going to the show, okay? It's going to take you minimum... Two hours to get in. It's going to take you two hours to get out. If you're in New York, New Jersey, it's going to take you three hours to get in and six hours to get out. Okay? (laughs) So you want me to spend two hours to get in, watch a three-hour show, spend two hours to get out, and then wake up the next day and spend two hours to get in? No, I don't want to do it. I want to do the get in and get out one time. That's it. The, The live experience and the television experience are two totally different things. If I'm going live, what I would actually prefer most of all is one four-and-a-half-hour show. That would be the ideal. But they ain't going to do that. A two-hour pre-show, nothing matches, 55,000 video packages that take an hour of showtime to air, uh, seven-and-a-half... Just wait till they push the time back on it and that pre-show starts to begin at, like, you know... Three o'clock in the afternoon. They can do whatever East I want. Coast I'm not watching. <laughs> yes, you are. We're going to tie no, you I'm not. I never watched watch the pre-show. <laughs> I never watched the pre-show. I remember, believe me, we got a lot of audio out of that when you were decreeing that and going nuts over those those time changes. Uh, you stamped your foot. This is unfair to the West Coast. This is unfair to you personally. The hell with this. I'm done. I'm done with all of this. Yeah, but I didn't, look, I didn't watch it. 
But look, back to Sirius for a second, too. This is also one of the reasons that, hey, whatever you want to say about AEW, them establishing themselves and making weekends that are not tied in, that's the one thing with ROH and with a lot of other indie groups. It made sense at the time. Tie yourself in with WWE. Tie yourself in with Mania Weekend. But obviously, they were going to do an iron claw and try to crush at some point. That's just business for them. With All Out doing weekends on their own, with GCW hooking up with a BLP or whatever, like they had to run the collective at an odd time, so it was a bunch of indies getting together. That type of stuff, as it continues to go on, is going to be better for the business, too, because you're not going to be reliant on just WWE. You can have these type of All Out weekends where there's a ton of stuff taking place. AEW and and all the other GCW collective shows, there's other people running as well. I think Warrior probably is. So it's a hell of a weekend this weekend all up and down the wrestling business. Will Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory move to October 24th with the move of that week's Dynamite to October 23rd? Don't know, but I would doubt it. Picture Vince firing Triple H from running NXT just like he did on that Raw Strike episode from 2011. Not sure it happened exactly like that. And uh, this person says CM Punk had been tested six times in the last two years. Wow. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. 
Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. First notes, I have free tickets to all of the Impact tapings. I don't even want to go to all of them. It's a matter of time, not money. Yes, yeah. that is correct. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's, this all stems from Vince, okay? Vince is at the top. And, uh, I mean, to him, like... You should all be spending all of your time on us. We're the priority in your life. That's it. Like, we're going to run all these shows. Go. You don't have a, a personal life. Your life is about watching our content. So get going. Get over here, pal. Get in my bosom. I got shows for you. Enjoy it. This person here says... The one thing you need to personally see from last night is a new team of Drake, Maverick, and Grayson doing an inset promo at the beginning of the match and see what you think of this guy. Grayson, you say. Who's Grayson? Who is that? I don't know. Sounds like somebody should be teaming up with Ridge and who's the other one? Dude you like? What? Colt or whatever the hell his name is. Duke. Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson. Grayson Waller. Just the... Okay, who is that? Who's Grayson Waller? Sounds white. A.K. Uh, formerly known as Maddie Wahlberg. Maddie Wahlberg is definitely white. Yeah, Maddie Wahlberg. I'll have to check him out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Uh... Duke, pal, I like it. I saw all of these uh, things moving here. I thought people were going to tell me about this, but they actually have no idea. So, anyway, we are out of time, everybody. Later on tonight, good. myself and Dave talking AEW and probably NXT and uh, a lot of other stuff to get into as well. Thanks for listening today. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, up in the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.